I am so excited about all the big dreams and goals you plan on tackling this year. And you know I'm your biggest cheerleader for success. So I want you to join me in my free webinar, How to Get Promoted in 2023. In this free webinar, I'm gonna cover how to build your resume, prep for that big interview, and even how to give that killer presentation. So if you're ready to take your career to the next level, then go to leadershipontherocks.com promotion to sign up for my free How to Get Promoted in 2023 webinar. Again, that's leadershipontherocks.com promotion. we can choose a band-aid goal when what we really need is a corrective surgery goal. In other words, why set a SMART goal for how to use crutches so you can limp into the next business quarter when you can set a SMART goal for corrective surgery that can have you running into the next business quarter? This is the Leadership on the Rocks podcast, where we equip and empower leaders like you to thrive in and create harmony between your professional and personal lives. I'm your host, Bethany Reese. And in today's episode, we're gonna learn how to make sure that you start with the right SMART goal in the new year. Well, it's officially a new year. (laughs) And with the new year always comes a renewed hope and sense of resolve to be better, to grow, to overcome obstacles and bad habits and to achieve success. Now, in our personal lives, we often develop resolutions or firm decisions about what we are or aren't going to do. And in our professional lives, we set goals or targets for desired results or outcomes. But before you go buying that gym membership or creating that goals presentation for your team at work, I want you to take a moment to go slow now so you can go fast later. You see, the U.S. Navy SEALs have a phrase that I absolutely love. They say, slow is smooth, smooth is fast. Now think about that for just a minute. Slow is smooth, smooth is fast. Think about all the special and critical missions that Navy SEALs complete that are truly life and death missions. They can't afford to get things wrong, so they go slow to do things right the first time, so it's smooth. And by going slow and being smooth, they're able to go fast. Now, is it possible that you, me, and just society in general are going fast to be fast? Are we hastily making resolutions or throwing out goals and then start marching fast towards them? Now, don't get me wrong here. I like being biased to action. But to go fast without ever having gone slow to think through the resolutions or goals and without having gone slow to ensure the plan, the systems and processes, and the daily practice are smooth, we quite possibly will never fully reach our desired outcomes. And while our personal or professional goals may not be life or death situations like the Navy SEALs missions, I can't help but wonder if years and years of piled up unfulfilled resolutions and unmet goals don't truly take a toll on our quality of life and work. I mean, think about the most popular resolution each and every new year. It's to lose weight, right? I've even had that one myself for years. We use filters on our phones to hide our imperfections. We follow radical eating plans, and we spend thousands of dollars on weight loss programs that promise quick results. 
Heck, we even take pills and result to nip and tuck surgeries to go fast to get the results we want. Yet as a society, we continue on the track to be more unhealthy than we've ever been. Now, in the short term, we take the shortcuts to achieve the facade of losing weight. But in the long term, our waistlines are growing. Now, we've been going and trying to go fast to be fast in achieving our desired results. But in going fast, we aren't really dealing with the root causes of what's keeping us from executing the plan to reach our goals and sustain that success. You know, too often we use a band-aid approach in overcoming challenges to accomplish goals when what's really needed is corrective surgery. Now, don't get me wrong. Band-aids have their use for minor injuries to the health of an organization. But most of the time, we never slow down enough to do the corrective surgery required to truly set an organization up for success and growth. So as you contemplate your goals for this new year, I want you to think about going slow and putting in the work of corrective surgery. Corrective surgery for beliefs, mindsets, behaviors, and plans. And then go through the rehabilitation of developing a process that you can implement smoothly and with fidelity. Then by going slow, you will go smooth. And by going smooth, you're going to go fast in reaching your goals for the new year. Now let's talk about how to go slow to be smooth and how to be smooth to go fast. So let's get into the details of how to start smart. I know most of you listening have heard of the concept of setting SMART goals, goals that are specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and time-bound. And I 100% agree with setting SMART goals, but sometimes we struggle to set the right SMART goal. And too often we choose a Band-Aid goal when what we need is a corrective surgery goal. In other words, why set a SMART goal for how to use crutches so you can limp into the next business quarter when you can set a SMART goal for corrective surgery that can have you running into the next business quarter. So let's talk about how to start, or S-T-A-R-T, so you can ensure that you're setting the right SMART goal. Now in the acronym of START, the S stands for symptoms, the T stands for true aim, the A stands for assess, the R is really three R's, (laughs) it stands for retain, remove, resolve, And the T stands for tackle. Again, that's symptoms, true aim, assess, retain, remove, resolve, and tackle. So before you go setting your SMART goals this year, make sure that you start with the right SMART goal so you actually are setting yourself up for success. Now the S again stands for symptoms. And by definition, symptoms are considered a feature that indicates a condition. And it's usually a condition of disease. So you need to stop and ask yourself, what symptoms are you experiencing that have you feeling the most pain, angst, or disappointment? To really notice the symptoms requires reflection. And too often, we feel symptoms along the way, but we rarely stop to think, what is the symptom really telling me? Now, I'm going to generalize here for simplicity, but how many times do we dismiss a symptom because we're too busy to pay attention to it? Or we just dismiss the symptom because we fooled ourselves into believing that those symptoms are normal. You know, for example, have you ever been sick 
but have been so busy that you didn't know how sick you really were until you stopped being busy? The moment you sit down, you finally realize the pain and the discomfort of the symptoms? Or how many times have you felt a symptom and then others pipe in and, oh, that kind of pain is normal, so don't worry about it. Like being sick, too often we are too busy in our work within the organization that we don't take time to stop and reflect on the organization. To always work in the business but never work on the business will allow disease to quietly grow within your business because you never took the time to reflect. To reflect on the vision, the mission, and the symptoms that are giving you hints as to what's keeping you from reaching your true goals. And like being sick, too often we accept the lie that it's just the way things are. While figurative pain may always be a part of life and leadership, there's always something you can do to mitigate it. But we believe the lie that the symptoms we feel are normal and shouldn't be a cause for concern. So before you go setting your New Year's resolutions or organizational goals, take time to reflect on what symptoms you're feeling. So now let's look at the T in START. The T in START stands for true aim or what you really want. Right Next, before starting your SMART goal, you need to reflect on what your true aim is. Your true aim is your why behind your what. What is it you really want? And so often we stay in the shallow end of our true aim pool. (laughs) We say things like, I want to be rich. That's shallow. What we really want is security. We say that we want popularity and that's shallow. But what we really want is acceptance for who we are. We say we want to be skinny, but again, that's shallow. What we really want is confidence in our own skin. So what is your real purpose and mission in life and leadership? What do you really want? For your life, you can think about your true aim in these areas. Spiritual and ethical. Home and family. Financial and career. Mental and educational. Physical and health. Social and cultural. And for your organization, your true aim will be probably more specific to the industry that you're in. Now, as you know, I come from the education world, and my true aim as an educator was to equip the students with skills and empower them with purpose to impact the community. Now, notice how I didn't say my true aim was to improve test scores. (laughs) A true aim is bigger than a goal. Now, my husband's in supply chain, and his true aim, I hear him say this a lot, is to get the right thing to the right place at the right time for the right cost. That's his true aim. So without using buzzwords or industry jargon, in simple language, remind yourself of what your true aim really is and what is your why behind your what. Now, in this podcast, I say it every week, I want to help leaders not only thrive in, but create harmony between their professional and personal lives. That is my true aim for this podcast. Now, to help myself put my true aim into easy and simple language, I often start with this sentence stem. At the end of the day, I want to. And then I mention two or three essential parts of my overall aim. So as you take time to reflect on what symptoms you're feeling, take time to cut through all the busyness and the industry jargon and ask yourself, what do I really want? So in start, the S is for symptoms or what pain points are you really feeling? 
And the T is for true aim. What do you really want? So now I'm looking at the A. The A stands for assess. Assess what the root causes of those symptoms are and how they're showing you the true gaps you have between where you are now and your true aim. So assess for the root causes of the symptoms and assess for what the gaps are. Now for personal symptoms, my guess is the big picture root cause has something to do with identity, mindset, or emotional wounds. Most people don't ever come to the realization that the root cause of so many symptoms that they have are born out of one, a lack of identity or knowing who they are, or a lack of purpose in knowing why they exist, or two, a mindset issue, a mindset that has them locked in a victim mentality or a fixed mindset where they feel they have no power to make change, or three, it could be out of deep emotional trauma like rejection, abuse, shame, fear, or other emotional wounds. Now, for professional symptoms, my guess is the big picture root cause has something to do with the lack of a positive work culture, a lack of communication, or a lack of clear and simple systems and processes. The root cause of most chaos and a lack of progress in any organization is a lack of structure and communication. But my point here is that without assessing the root cause and knowing the source of the symptoms, there will never be progress in truly overcoming the gaps that are keeping you from achieving your true aim. So in start, the S is for symptoms. What pain points are you feeling? The T is for true aim. What do you really want? And the A is for assess. Assess the root causes of the symptoms and the gaps keeping you from your true aim. Okay, so now let's look at the R in start. The R is more like a Spanish rolling R because it has three. The R represents retain, remove, and resolve. So once you've reflected on the symptoms that you're feeling and you know without a doubt what your true aim is and you've done the work to assess the root causes and the gaps, now you can do the work to define a strategy to move forward. And while most people at this point love to wipe the slate clean and come up with a new and innovative strategy to solve all their problems and reach their goals, starting from scratch comes at a great cost and sacrifice. So just like all of those home improvement shows that you see on TV, rarely do they start from scratch due to cost. They're always making decisions on what can they keep and repurpose or what do they need to remove? Then they become resolved to do the best they can with what they have to stay within their budget. So as you think about your strategy of how to treat your symptoms and make progress towards your true aim, think about what you can retain, what you need to remove, and then become resolved in staying within your resource budget. So first in thinking about your strategy, ask what can you retain? Not everything you've been doing is bad. Or it's not even been working against your true aim. Some habits, behaviors, systems, and processes that you have are doing well. So find out what's working and then keep them. Now second, in thinking about your strategy, ask what you can remove. Not only are there unhealthy habits, behaviors, systems, and processes that are hindering your work, but there's also a lot of good ideas working against you too. 
Now, as I've heard on the uh, Entree Leadership Podcast, and it was an episode with Teresa Torres, and the link is in my show notes. Uh, Teresa Torres says, ideas are cheap. The work is in the execution. So list what bad habits, behaviors, and inefficient systems and processes need to be removed. And then make a list of what good ideas need to be removed from your plate so that great ideas can actually be executed on. Now, I have to give you a warning here. If you don't truly put in the work of removing the bad and even the good, you'll eventually allow an enemy to be in your midst. Because bad habits or bad behaviors within a work culture and good ideas piled on an employee's to-do list will be like a weed that's constantly growing and choking out the real fruit that you're trying to grow. Because you know and you've seen that weeds in your gardens and landscaping will always find a way to grow back and choke out the good plants that you want to grow. So you need to tend the soil of your heart and your organization by removing the roots of the weeds. And the third R in start is you need to resolve. Truly count the cost of what you're trying to do so that when you commit, you commit fully. And then develop mantras to remind you of your why behind your what and to inspire you forward in times of weakness or stress. So the R is really three R's. And it stands for retain, remove, and resolve as you define a strategy. In start, S is for symptoms, what pain points are you feeling? T is for true aim, what do you really want? A is for assess, assess the root causes of the symptoms and the gaps that are keeping you from your true aim. And R represents retain, remove, and resolve when defining a strategy. And finally, the T. The T stands for tackle, or to get ready to tackle a goal, a SMART goal. Now, have you ever watched a football player before they tackle an opponent? Not only do they get their body into position where their potential energy is wound up very high (laughs) and ready to explode, but they get their mind in position to decide on the angle of the tackle before making the explosion towards their opponent. Football players that don't prepare their body with the right stance or prepare their mind in knowing the right angle to launch their body, they're going to miss their tackles. To tackle your goals appropriately, prepare your body and mind to tackle the goal with the right amount of energy and from the right angle. So set yourself up for success and know your personal and organizational strengths which will serve as your stance and all the energy that you need to launch yourself and your organization forward. But also, you need to know your personal and organizational weaknesses so that you can prepare your mind to tackle those weaknesses from the right angle when they come. And they'll come (laughs) every time. So remember that all missed tackles are because they didn't have enough energy or they didn't have the right angle to knock down their opponent. So make sure that you prepare physically and mentally to be able to tackle your SMART goal. In the end, this is what I want you to know. Before you go setting SMART goals for the new year, don't forget to start first. And START stands for symptoms, true aim, assess, retain, remove, resolve, and tackle. So to recap this concept, the S is for symptoms. What are the symptoms that you're currently experiencing? 
The T stands for true aim, or what do you really want? And the A stands for assess. Assess the root causes of those symptoms and the gaps keeping you from your true aim. And the R stands for retain, remove, and resolve in order to define your strategy. And the T stands for tackle. Get ready to tackle that SMART goal. By first taking time to reflect on how you can start, you will have a much higher percentage of actually accomplishing your SMART goal. Until next time, continue putting in the work of building your life and leadership on the rocks, the essential rocks. God bless. Remember, the most essential rock you can build your life and leadership on is the rock of Jesus Christ. Today's Bible verse comes from Luke chapter 14, verse 28. For which of you desiring to build a tower does not first sit down and count the cost, whether he has enough to complete it?